December 31st, and it's the final day of 2021. New Year's Eve, and I'm Charles Morris with Haven Today. It may be too late to put a check in the mail and have it postmarked by 1231 for a tax deduction this year, but you can still call us or visit our website. You can still pray about what the Lord would have you send for you to partner with Haven Today, sharing Christ as the only answer living in an uncertain world with an uncertain January ahead. And I know one thing, it won't get any better next year. But what I can guarantee is the satisfaction of knowing that if you help us right now, before midnight December 31st, you will be blessed. And the Lord will work in the hearts of others in a year to come as we await that day, the day of the Lord. So would you call us right now? Don't wait till 11.59 p.m. tonight. Call us now at 800-65-HAVEN or visit us online at haventoday.org. And I'll share all that information again with you in just a moment. But now let's get started. Out with the old, in with the new. A familiar saying probably doesn't refer to old years and new years, but still, that's what we're doing this weekend, right? 2021 is now in the rearview mirror. Looking back, 2021 was a very strange year. A real mix of normal and weird, sports, school and work, new marriages, new jobs and new homes, births and deaths, but also COVID-19. Supply shortages send some very strange weather. We never really know quite what to expect for each new year, do we? But you know, even in the uncertain times, God remains sure. Thousands of years ago, the prophet Jeremiah wrote these words, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, And that will still be the case in 2022, just like every other year. What a comfort. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a best of 2021 series called Getting the Gospel Right. There's a running joke that theology and math don't go together. Everyone knows that one plus one plus one is three, but not necessarily in Christian theology. We believe, for example, in the Trinity. One plus one plus one equals one. Or think of Jesus himself. He is both God and man. Two natures, but just one person. Theology brings us into contact with the great mysteries of life and faith. And in our final program in our series, Getting the Gospel Right, we add another mysterious equation to the list. Are you ready for it? Jesus plus anything gets you nothing. Yesterday, we looked at the concept of faith. Today, we're looking at an equally misunderstood concept, works. The relationship between the two has been debated by good Christian folk for two millennium now. But we can only understand the relationship between faith and works when we understand the full gospel first. And that's what we'll be looking at in just a moment as we return to Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. 
For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And we'll also hear more about the gospel from filmmaker Brandon Kimber in his movie, American Gospel, Christ Alone. I remember years ago, I was asked to address a group, a large group, but they told me that they were mainly Christians. And they said, well, what are you going to preach on? And I said, well, I thought about preaching on the gospel. And they said, but we just told you that these, most of these people, we know them as very devout and sincere Christians. And I said, well, first of all, I appreciate that, but I can never assume that everyone there is truly Christian or has come to a biblical understanding of the gospel. That's number one. Number two, the gospel is not just for lost people. The gospel is for Christians. That's the voice of Pastor Paul Washer, and I can't agree with him more. Christians need the gospel just as much as the lost need to hear it. We'll hear more from the American Gospel documentary in a bit. And after the program, I want to send you a copy of this powerful film that exposes the false moralistic and prosperity gospels that have crept into the church all over the world. It's so important to understand these false teachings. But what I like most about this documentary is that it always points us to the true gospel that you're only going to find in the Bible. Get a copy for yourself for your gift of any amount. And could I ask for you just to go a little above and beyond? Today is the final day that you can help us reach our year-end goal. If this program has blessed you, would you please take a moment and pray about how you can be a blessing to us? We still have more to raise to start 2022 off in a good financial standing. Not only will you receive a tax deduction and a copy of the American Gospel DVD if you ask for it, but more importantly, you'll be investing in the kingdom work that's driven Haven Ministries for over 87 years. So you just need to call us. Would you do it right now? Don't wait until 1159 tonight. Call us right now at 800 654-2836. We're standing by to answer the phone. 800-65-HAVEN. Or you can make your gift online. Just visit us at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And now, let's go to the newsboys. And we believe. In this time of desperation, All we know is doubt and fear There is only one foundation We believe We believe In this broken generation When all is dark Christ, we believe in the Holy Spirit, and He's given us new life. We believe in the Creator. 
crucifixion. We believe that he conquered death. We believe in the resurrection. And he's coming back again. We believe. So let our faith be more than anthems. program Getting the Gospel Right. I'm Charles Morris. We opened with the Newsboys and We Believe. Yesterday, we looked at the concept of faith. And now today, we're looking at an equally misunderstood concept, works. The relationship between the two, as old as time. For 20 centuries, Christians in particular have debated how faith and works go together, if at all. When we get the gospel right, it turns out that we end up getting this relationship right as well. Faith and works are friends, but maybe not in the way we realize. I think the person and work of Christ is the most attractive thing that we can present to people. That message is the power of God unto salvation. And every time we add things like health or wealth, or we we cover up that message with something that we think is more attractive, those people who we are calling to faith are not coming because of a love for Christ. They're, they're being attracted by something else that you're holding up. And I think that's tragic. And it's resulting in uh, false conversions. People who, you know, grew up in a church and, and think they're Christians, but they may stand before the Lord as uh, in, in Matthew seven twenty one and and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do all these things. And he says, I never knew you. And that's, that's one of the most terrifying verses in in scripture that there can be people that are deceived like that. And notice they, they point to what they did in their life, in their ministry. They prophesied, raised the dead, did miracles, casted out demons. And that's not the gospel. Again, it's not about what you do. It's about trusting in what Christ has done. That's Brandon Kimber the person behind the American Gospel DVD. On the last day, the final day, the day, as the Bible puts it, the difference between those who enter into glory and those who don't is what they point to. Will you point to your own works or will you point to Christ? It's not a matter of being nitpicky with Scripture. It's a matter of life and death. And that's why it's so important to get the Gospel right. Here's how a couple of friends of mine Dr. Julius Kim and Dr. Michael Horton explain the importance of knowing the gospel and seeing how the scriptures all point to Jesus. Preaching the gospel all the time, every week, means 
that from Genesis to Revelation, you realize the whole Bible is one unfolding story of God's love and saving grace and mercy towards sinners in Jesus Christ. Jesus said in Matthew 5 that the whole Bible is about him. And Luke records for us that Jesus taught them all the things concerning himself from the Law, the Prophets, and the Writings, which were the threefold way of describing the whole Hebrew Bible of the Old Testament. Now, either he was a megalomaniac, or he is who he said he was. And the whole Bible is about Jesus. Well, I don't know about you, but if I'm a follower of Jesus, I want to follow Jesus' understanding of the Old Testament. Therefore, if we explain any text in isolation from him, we fail to say the very thing that he said it's about. He said it's about him. If you're preaching about Daniel and it's dare to be a Daniel, it's not about Jesus. If you're preaching the book of Revelation and it's about Israel and Russia, then it's not about Jesus. Though Jesus isn't the content of the whole Bible, he's the center of it all. In other words, not every story, every little thing is about Jesus or can be an analogy for him, and yet it all points towards him and his work. He's the pinnacle. So the message of the Bible is that God will save his people. The last voice you just heard was Dr. Mark Dever. He's a pastor in Washington, D.C. at a Baptist church. The message of the Bible is that God will save his people. What a reminder in the American Gospel Christ Alone documentary. Far too often, we are tempted to add something to what Jesus has done for us. You may trust him, but maybe sometimes you think that your tithing at church is also contributing to your stance before God. Well, that is Jesus plus something. Or maybe you've put your faith in the Lord, but you also might be inclined to think that your kindness to others merits your salvation too. That's also Jesus plus something. And Jesus plus anything leads you to nothing. In other words, your works do not contribute or add to your salvation in the least. Is that really biblical to say what I just said? There are two passages that come to my mind that show just how much emphasis is put on faith. Here's what Paul says. First in Romans 14:23, everything that does not come from faith is sin. And here's another, the preacher in Hebrews 11:6, apart from faith, it is impossible to please God. This is so crucial to get. Faith takes the priority. It comes before our works. And without faith, all our works remain dark and wicked. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10 that whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, we must do it all for the glory of God. But you see that that's just not possible unless the Holy Spirit's grace has intervened in your life. We have to rest in that grace first, and only then will good works follow. And then we can give God the glory that only He deserves. And that means that salvation is completely gracious. We are saved, and then we are enabled to do good works. We're born again, and then we desire to please God. We are made right with the Father, and that fills us with gratitude. There may not be a better passage to summarize this than what I quoted a moment ago, Ephesians 2, 8-10. through 10. Remember, we need to not forget this, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, 
which God prepared in advance for us to do. Works shows up in three ways in these brief verses. Understanding their purpose can make a world of difference for us in our Christian walk. The first way that works shows up is negative. Paul could not be more clear. You have been saved, how? By grace, through faith. Not from yourselves. It's a gift from God. And then, just to make extra sure we haven't misunderstood him, he says, not by works. Every Christian who has ever lived is saved only by grace through faith in Christ alone, and not by works. Think with me about this for just another moment. Salvation is a gift, and that means you haven't earned it. But it's more important than that. You and I have actually earned something else. We not only don't deserve salvation, we actually deserve death. Like the prodigal son squandering everything, living in that pig pen, completely in debt. But he was given a costly robe, the family ring, and a royal feast was laid out. He deserved shame and death, but he was given a life of love and joy. Completely a gift from beginning to end. That's what you and I have received, if indeed your faith is in Jesus alone. Adding anything to that cheapens the gift. Imagine if the prodigal son tried to pay back his father for the feast by bringing pig food to the table. How much would that have cheapened the grace of the father? That's how it is with us. We are saved by grace and not by works. But works aren't just seen negatively. Paul goes on to say we are God's workmanship. As it turns out, works do matter in our salvation. God's works. Paul isn't talking about when God created us in our mother's womb. God's workmanship here is that we are created in Christ Jesus. We're made anew. We're born again. We're justified in God's salvation. Made holy before him. And that's what it means to be created in Christ. A new creation. And Paul says that all of that is God's doing. God's workmanship. Like a master craftsman, it is the Lord of heaven and earth who intervened to save us from our sin. As you look at your life, and I hope you do and are right now, think of how many debacles the Lord has saved you from. How many times have you chosen sin and your gracious Father has rescued you from it? Many of us were saved at a young age and have walked with Jesus for a lifetime. Think of all the sinful patterns you have been spared. It's all a gift from him. You have not saved yourself in any way. You are God's workmanship, created anew in Jesus. But there's a third way that works appears in this passage. Your works do matter. Not to be saved, but as the result of your salvation, Paul says you have been created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. There are many who have heard a truncated version of the gospel that either downplays our sinfulness or even God's holiness. It can be easy to hear that our sins are forgiven and think, I can do whatever I want now. But scripture tells us our salvation has a result. God has created us anew to do good works. Think of it this way. If God's grace is a tree, our works are the fruits growing from that tree. And even the fruits are the result of God's grace. Do you see how ludicrous it is to think that our works contribute to our salvation? 
that's no different than confusing a tree's fruits with its roots. It cheapens God's grace towards sinners like me and like you. But once we have received that grace by faith in Christ, then our lives are to be filled with good works. Our lives are living testimonies that Jesus saves sinners. So why not today? Pray that the Lord God would help you to see the beauty of his grace toward you and ask him to give you the faith that not only saves you, but that leads forth to a life of works that please our Heavenly Father. It's true. Jesus plus anything else gets you nothing. But praise God, Christ alone gets you everything and more. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest droughts and storms. They're from a compilation album with a number of artists in Christ alone here on Haven Today and Getting the Gospel Right. I'm Charles Morris. It's so important that we understand what the Bible really has to say about the gospel. Is it Christ plus my extra faith or my extra works that saves me? 
Is it Christ plus health and wealth that'll make me truly happy in this life? Well, if you're asking yourself similar questions, or you know someone who doesn't quite understand the gospel as defined in the Bible, then you need to watch and share with others the documentary we just heard excerpts from called American Gospel, Christ Alone. This movie takes a hard look at American moralistic Christianity and the Word of Faith movement. This documentary is a wonderful tool that you can use to share the true gospel of Jesus Christ with those you love. So, for your year-end gift to this listener-supported ministry, if you ask for it, we'll send you the American Gospel Christ Alone DVD. Would you just really pause your life for just a second, even on a busy New Year's Eve, and think about what our Lord God would have you send to reach out and share Christ with many, many more in the year to come. We've got this steep financial goal and we need to meet it by midnight. And we could really use your help. So, if you've listened, if you've been blessed, just pray and then give us a call. We're answering the phones. We've got a team of people on the phones. We're ready to take your call. You just need to act at 800 6 Five four twenty eight thirty six. That's eight hundred sixty five Haven. Or you can give online. Our internet address is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris, and I want to wish you a happy new year. Come back and meet up with me next year. When again together we'll be sharing this great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Just about 2,000 years ago, a zealous apostle Paul stood before a crowd in Athens and pronounced that Jesus, a crucified man, had risen from the dead. It was outlandish, they thought, that God would raise the body from death. The body was evil, it was good to die and leave it behind. Foolishness. Same message, different city. Paul preaching to Jews in Jerusalem. They couldn't believe it. They knew crucifixion meant a man was cursed. But how could the Messiah be cursed? It was a stumbling block. Flash forward. Paul's words in 1 Corinthians 1.30. Foolishness and a stumbling block. To some, maybe. But to us, Christ has become the wisdom of God who brings us to salvation. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.